I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect from the show. I can't show it on the football. It's some goddamn hard to hold on to it. It is a glorious final Monday in August. We are 10 days away from the first NFL kickoff on Thursday night. Most people's kids are back in school and fantasy draft season is in full bloom. Today's Fantasy Millionaire episode is focusing on round 7 through 12, braids and fades. I'm Mike, a.k.a. Cash. That's Scott, a.k.a. Stacks, a.k.a. Pumba. Pumba. Oh, my. Oh, my. How was your first day back at school? Uh, it was not terrible. It was good. I, I'm definitely uh, getting long in the tooth, getting old. I'm in the last third of the career. So 10 more years until I can retire. So two, two-thirds down. And uh, no complaints. No complaints. Uh, the, the, the kids are getting younger and younger. And um, my favorite story was one of my friends. He, I'm not going to say his name. He he had to get a drink, right? So the drinks upstairs don't work. You got to go like a while to go get a drink, right? Which is fine. I, I released him to go get a drink. He went for about five minutes. He comes back, raises his hand. I go, hey, what's up? He's like, I'm so thirsty right now. I'm so thirsty, you know, from the walk to get the drink. And I was like, well, you should have drank a lot more when you were at, you just went to the water source. Like you get, you understand. He's like, I need to go right back. I was like, no, it's like a five minute round trip. I was like, you're going to, you have to shut it down for a couple minutes at least, you know, before you I like do that. It's just, but, but like, he didn't understand like his resource management. You know what I mean? He went there and like, just like. Took or he's trying to get a bathroom break. You know what I'm saying? No, I, no, not, no, it wasn't, no. no, it wasn't one. Of, he was like begging me for water. He's like, I, I'm so thirsty. And I was like, right, right. But you, you just went to get the water. Like you had the source of the thirst. Huh. It was quenchable. And you just took, like, I could just see him there, like a little stream, just a little, like, hey. He comes back and he's like, oh man, I made a bad choice. I need the water. So he got some. I'll let him go back again. But not immediately. You can't raise your hand after you get back from water and go, I didn't get enough. You know, like that's on you, bro. So, but just fun little stories like that. Nothing, nothing too bad, you know. Yeah, I guess I guess it, 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 in the uh, elementary school age, they don't they don't know about taking bathroom break. I, I would I would go to the bathroom every single class by the time I was in high school. No, I mean sometimes it does happen. Kids kind of get just um, you know they need a break and stuff. I get that. No, no, this this guy just he was dying of, of thirst. He needed the water, and uh, he didn't think to drink more. You know, so I told him second time. I said, "Don't come back until you've guzzled as much as you can. Just bring it all back, man. Save none for anyone else." So, dude, my kids are thing. my kids are not back in school yet. What? Oh shoot, that's not great. What's going on there? The 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 school is started virtually. Uh, I, I were they they move school buildings. Okay, that happens. And the the temporary school building because the new school building is not going to be ready till like late October, November. The new school building that they just found like last second on the fly. That's not ready. Ooh. So my four-year-old ready there. They, so they had to start virtually my four-year-old and my six-year-old. It's a joke. They're basically, they got longer summer vacations. 
So are they, how long are these virtual classes that you are entertaining? I mean, that, that they're being entertained through. I see. I didn't have to do the COVID thing because my son was, I guess, I don't know, pre-K three then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never went through what all the other parents went through where they had to like teach their kids virtually. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. What's happening here? Uh, nothing. They don't, they're, they're not going to school. Like, I mean, like there's, they just, it's, uh, I, I don't know what, what people did with first graders and pre-K four kids in COVID, but I don't know what you're supposed to do preschool wise with, uh, you know, pre-K four, at least with my son, you could like maybe give him some letters and stuff and he can kind of draw, but still, it's a joke. So we're, we're still living in our kids are on summer break, which is I'm done with summer break. I can't, I, 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 I can make it through just this last week. Like I'm so sick of my kids. I'm so excited for them. Teach oh, leave them kids alone. Yeah. I like, can't no, wait for, don't leave yeah. them alone. Get, get them. up in their get ass. Get, get them. Get them. Yeah, boys. Well, I didn't have to get anybody, but tomorrow I'm going to have to talk to some of the boys because at the end of the day when their bus was called, I thought there was a patrol outside our, our door. There was not. I hear screaming and running once they turn the corner. I mean, nothing I can do about that. I'm in the class with the rest of the kids. Um, but, I mean, it sounded like there was a jailbreak going on. Uh, so people were excited to leave, which, you know, if I say anything, I keep them, I keep them wanting to leave. You know, that's my, that's my motto. At the end of the day, happy to come home, you know. So, no, yeah. we, we had a good game. We played sound speedball. Um, we got to know each other better. I, I loved it. No academic stuff today. Nothing tough. Just good old relationship building. Meet and greet, we call it. Nice. How many drafts you got left? I believe I've got three left. One of them is our draft coming up on Saturday, the BFFs, which I am mm-hmm. the co-champion of that league. Uh, basically, I, I was uh, up and no, I was down by three points, 3.8 or something uh 2.9 something like that and uh and uh, the hamlin situation occurred and so t higgins in that game made the catch that he actually got hurt on you know um you know he gets one more catch for 20 yards i, I win championship so given that the situation happened we called it a, we called it a a, a draw and co-champed it up so uh, i'm excited for that draft and uh then we have the the local draft and then we have the the fantasy millionaires draft so we've got, uh, I mean, a slew, a slew of them. Um, the but the millionaires BFF, draft, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, all I big think, ones. I think we're down one person. So anybody listening that wants oh, to, who's be, out? Who's, who's who's out? Alex Alex Tasanovich is out. He he's such a bitch. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But he did. Yeah. Suck. He so. he's no he's no longer a fantasy millionaire. So peace out. Bye. Wish you well, sir. Yeah. Um, Miami says peace. Yeah, definitely getting excited for uh, the home league draft on Saturday. Uh, Bubs coming in, bubbing and bubs. Listen, you know, I'm 43, you're 48. Uh, so it's like you're 44. Um, we, yeah, we're, uh, we're I, I don't know if there's going to be the same amount of draft shenanigans that there has been in the past. Uh, will there be anyone? passing out and getting penises drawn on their face at, at, yes. at the BFS. Yes. 
There yeah, definitely will so? be. We, we know that there'll be. I'm just hoping that the adulterer doesn't come to the draft. That's just, you know, if, if the adulterer comes, he might get a penis or two drawn on him. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That could be, could be anybody. I don't know. I, I could be a lot so, of people. So the, 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 one, the one you're thinking about is not coming to the draft, FYI. Okay. So oh, okay. that's, so, that's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. No adulterer coming to the draft. All right. Well. Well, that doesn't mean there's not an adulterer going to the You draft. know what I mean. Not that adulterer. <laughs> it's like mafia. I mean, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> well, some people know when you lose your family. You know what I mean? So yeah. when your whole family, you lose them, you know, in the yeah. divorce. Not like you lose them, lose them, you know. But yeah, well, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> the, one, the one you're thinking of that's not in our league is not yeah. coming Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. The, the, like, the, so the, the, uh, the <laughs> there's not going to be any outside adulterers in the league, right? So only adulterers yeah. who are in our only league. BFF, you know, good. the uh, unknown adulterers. Think of a few, honestly. Who I'm knows? Why? Who knows? Yeah. Who, yeah. who does know? Who 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 knows? Who knows? Who's going to have a, a penis drawn on their face at the end of the night? Uh, I don't. I don't think we'll. Have any four loco stories uh mm -hmm. or no. any type of uh i don't think there'll be any male nudity as there has been in the past um, no no nothing like that our 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 days in our early 30s drafts uh i i don't i they're they're legendary and we'll just you know we'll just talk about them oh my goodness those were some of the the craziest best days of my of my life I'm not gonna lie. Those are the um, best days of my life. Do, I mean, seriously, do, let me do. tell you a quick a quick story because we got a, a minute or two. Uh, I, I got a fake lotto ticket that was uh, a winner for uh, fifty thousand dollars, and it was a big fake. And my friend decided he was going to take Adderall and and take a bunch of it. And so he he took so much Adderall, took like I don't know. 180 milligrams who knows he, <laughs> he, he he was dying right the next day totally dead hung over and we were drafting he had a blanket over him i gave everyone real lotto tickets but him you got the fake one and then he won fifty thousand dollars right and he went from you know zero to hero in like like a split the adrenaline that went through his body when he thought he won fifty thousand i was so excited and the whole mood of the draft just went from like okay we all just you know tired and hung over to we just won people are dancing around going we just won and yeah. so other cash, people thought they were getting some of that money for there was reason. a cut going all right yeah. so cash here's the best part i knew it was a winner so i said hey anybody wins 50 50 me and you right me and you right so <laughs> right away as soon as this jerk won he was already trying to think about how he could cut me out of the 50k <laughs> he didn't win and then so when that happened my boy, Mike Cash Collins, said, let's read this. Let's figure it out. Let's get to the bottom of it. Turns the ticket over. He reads, uh, okay, um, it, for sums over $50,000. Yeah, it was $50,000 or $25,000, whatever it is. He goes, yeah, this is over. He goes, um, please consult Santa Claus. Yeah, Bill, Bill, all entries to Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. Right. And then he was, Mike holds up. He's like, it's a fake. It's a fake. And my friend, who was now adrenally dumping uh had the worst draft ever finished last that that year uh he was also the commissioner of the league and the the adderall bandit because he stole all those adderall from his best friend who that was passed out 
Went that was, that, was the, that was the best real life prank I've ever seen in my life. The fake lottery ticket. Fake it's lottery legendary. ticket. Yeah. People lost their shit over that. So, um, but, well, we're hoping you don't lose your shit. And we're hoping you also don't lose your draft. And, and so the premise of our show, besides just, you know, mucking it up and fucking it up like we like to do, is, is to talk rounds 7 through 12. And we're just going to hit on the key guys. Now, it doesn't mean the other guys might jump in here, might, you know, tip of the tongue might. But we've got a, a group of set guys that I like, that Mike likes, got a couple of crossovers, and we're just going to kind of go round by round and talk about and sell uh, the case for each of these. So um, we're going to kind of go by ADP, and we've been going by 4 for 4 ADP. Mike's been looking at Fantasy Pro, so there might be a little bit of a, a discrepancy because, you know, that's just kind of how it goes between a couple different sites. But um, I, I have 4 for 4 rankings up here, and so I wanted to ask you if you wanted to kick us off or if you wanted me to kick it off. I mean, you can go, go ahead and kick us off. I think I think your guy for round seven who I think. Yeah, I, I think he he's fringe I, round eight in, in here, but it's, it's I mean, listen, it's it's round seven, round eight. It's in that same window. You're drafting both these guys in the same area. So um, we'll, we'll just kind of go counterpoint here. Uh, and, and talk about our guy and why we like them better. So my guy is Jahan Dotson. Your guy is Gabe Davis, separated by about seven picks. Uh, we're talking about wide receiver 34 and wide receiver 38, uh, according to uh, 444's ADP, which means they're just basically the same price. You're getting them in the same area. Um, I love Jahan Dotson. He is a wide receiver two theory candidate this year. I wrote about him, um, his separation, his speed, his touchdowns. Uh, you can't always count on the touchdowns, but I, I like what I saw, particularly downfield. Guess who throws a hell of a deep ball? A hell of a deep ball. Sam Howe? Our boy, our boy Sam Howe. Yeah. Yeah. Terry McLaurin was targeted the fourth most on deep routes last year. Fourth most. All right. I, I can really easily see uh, there, there's some change in, in, in the guard a little bit there. Uh, and that going from fourth for McLaurin and 29th for Dotson, not shifting it back and forth, maybe maybe 10th and, and 15th or something like that. Right. And so that, that gap is going to narrow. And Jahan Dotson, his price is increasing right now. So hopefully you got him a little earlier because of the of the injury to Terry McLaurin, who's going to kind of be sidelined right up to the beginning of the season. Don't really know what's going to happen, but we know Dotson's going to be there. So he seems pretty solid as a rock. Uh, I, I just love what he brings. First round draft capital. Uh, and then last year, like I said, when he played, uh, he was uh, like one or two points behind Terry McLaurin. Uh, for the, when he played the last on a five or six games of the season in average points per game, so it wasn't like they were that far separated in in the last half of the season. Um, what what happened with him last year? He got a hamstring injury or something like yeah, that. Was he that got injured like week six or something? I can look and look it up real quick and see. I can do the Jamie on the Joe Rogan experience and get behind the scenes. Let me look at his injury last year. So I know last week on Braids and Fades, we were not on the same people, and we have different people that we're both into, but Jahan Dotson. It was a hamstring, yeah. So Jahan Dotson, for me, I, I, I'm with you. I, I am surprised to see he's moving up the board. And oh, the is, reason, sure. the, yeah, the reason why he's moving up the board, too, is the Terry McLaurin turf toe injury. So I think, to me... I, you know, I, honestly, the place I've been looking, I haven't really seen him that high. Uh, but, you know, you talk about wide receiver two theory. Um, I mean, the idea behind you're the you're the author. The idea behind wide receiver two theory is that you have offenses which are going to produce 
two high end receivers and you take advantage of that second wide receiver. Um, because you know, offenses like the Bengals, um, you know, the the Dolphins, you Jalen uh Waddle, Devonta Smith with the Eagles. I mean, these guys all finished, you know, what top fifteen, um, the second the second wide receiver on that team. I I mean I don't really know where I'm at with the commanders, but here's the thing in terms of wide receiver two theory. He, he, he has the potential to be the wide receiver one. So, right. right. I mean, that's, that's the cool thing about wide receiver two theory is you're picking this second guy who has the upside. Like I know you think Devonte Smith could potentially outscore AJ Brown this year. So he, he, he was it's close. It's close. Right. And it's if close, it's close, so that's great. If, yeah. if it's close, that's great. That's why I like Jahan Dotson is right. Terry McLaurin has a turf toe injury. So right. I can see this big spike that's been happening now on his ADP. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't hate it, man. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like I think, you know, all three of these guys that we're about to talk about. So for me, Gabe Davis um, and then Zay Flowers, they're all right here in this kind of round seven, eight milieu. Um, yeah, I didn't write about Zay because uh, honestly, he's being drafted as the wide receiver one kind of over there. So he's not in, in my write up, but I love Zay Flowers. I have him on several teams and, and you know, I Gabe Davis is, is on a, a couple of my teams as well. So th these are guys who I do feel comfortable drafting here and I want to hear what your case is for Gabe besides this, the, the idea that Josh Allen uh, produces touchdowns to wide receivers, which, you know, it kind of, it depends, you know, is what, so, what, I, so, know. so at, when I'm going into drafts, right, you are, you're, you're, you have your players that you're targeting. If, if they're there, especially when players fall, right? Yes. Uh, to me, I think it's always sharp when you're drafting to take advantage of a previous year's discount. Okay. Yes. Gabe Davis is round seven or eight. Okay. He was going in like round four last year. Okay. He, there was so much hype going into his season and then he did have kind of like a, you know, an, an MVS kind of season. He had only 93 targets, only 48 receptions still ends up with 836 yards and seven TDs. But to me, this is the, this is the crucial piece of information where I'm willing to take advantage and buy this dip mm -hmm. where he's four rounds behind where he was last year. He was getting all the hype from the previous year from his, you know, his playoff performance. And then right. just everybody was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be, you know, it's like wide receiver two theory. It's it's here's this guy on this powerful offense. And, you know, Stefan Diggs is the alpha. But then you have this, you know, um, you know, one B kind of player that, you know, is averaging crazy amounts of air yards, you know, and. I don't think that that changes. I mean, last year still, he was number three in yards per reception. So the crucial piece to me that I didn't know until just, you know, 
doing this fantasy millionaire show and getting ready for the season is that last year he was he had a high ankle sprain yeah, that he dinged. got in like week two or something like that. Yeah, and, and, and that was a, 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 you know, a lingering injury that he basically just played through. Uh, somebody was talking about uh, how they, I think it was Matthew Berry was talking about how he interviewed the coaches and was like, you know, what do you, what, what are your thoughts about Gabe Davis? Like, you know, how, like how did, how he performed last year? And they're like, well, we thought he did great. I mean, you know, you, was playing through an injury all last year and Matthew Berry was like, huh? Like, I don't remember that. And, and then he went back and looked and realized like at the week two, I believe it was, he got a high ankle sprain. So to me, I think he fits into that wide receiver two theory model where you're on a, you're Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is, he's not getting slept on, but like right now it's kind of you know Mahomes hurts Allen and meanwhile Josh Allen if they'd have played that week 17 game had the shot to be the number one quarterback yeah, overall I mean I'm- I mean he was just d- dicing it up last year and that's with you know a dinged up Gabe Davis so um I, to me I'm I'm excited uh if if he's around I'm not reaching for Gabe Davis because I do think you know, he is going to have his boomer bus weeks, uh, you know, like an MBS yeah, comparison. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm willing to, to, to take that gamble. Um, and you know, but the player, I think I want more is a flowers out of all of these guys. I think I'm, I'm, I'm most geared up. I'm, I'm gay for Zay this year. Uh, you know I'm what? Trying- Someone should be. I'm right. trying to get him on as many teams as I can, dude. I, I really am. Like everything I'm hearing about Zay Flowers this year is that, uh, I, like he's just blowing everybody away, like in camp. And we've already seen, you know, some film. We've seen some preseason. He, he, he you know, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a pretty big set of shoes to fill, but the comp on him is Antonio Brown. Sorry, I had to kill a fly. That's how I do it. Just kill the freaking horse fly. Um, you get him? Yeah, I did. Of course I did. I used my daughter's card, too, to kill it. This this bad boy that she made for me. Look at this thing. I just want to show you. This is so cool. Inside, it's got freaking movie tickets. You can take a freaking ticket. You want to pull a ticket out? Take a ticket. She made them. So I love that kind of stuff. It's really cute. Hallmark would eat their, eat their little hearts out. Um, but I, I'm, I'm with you. And if the Antonio Brown comp is, is anything uh worth a darn then it, that sounds beautiful and he's he's being drafted at wide receiver 43 so that's what i'm saying like the upside crazy. is so crazy on him yeah I'm, like he he is projected right league with you by the way i stole him right out of front of your your little little balls and i grabbed him right in front of your face so he, right it. right now right right now he's being projected by NFL insiders to be the wide receiver one on that team. Yeah. Yeah. OBJ hasn't stepped field on, on, uh, hasn't stepped on an NFL field since February 13th, 2022. He has no Um, meniscus people. He has no meniscus, not a meniscus to be found. Yeah. Rashad Bateman has already gotten a cornerstone shot in the same foot that, 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 Look, Rashad Bateman's already got a quarter zone shot in the same foot he injured last year. 
Okay. Of course. Of course he did. Of course. He he in his first two seasons, Bateman has missed the moon. Bateman's missed 16 games in his first two seasons. Okay. You you want to know how many games Flowers missed due to injury during college? Yeah. Big old Cerro. Big old Cerro. Cerro. Yeah. Uh so I mean, right now the 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 data is suggesting Flowers is uh is set to be uh the guy for 17 games this year. And then you have Todd Munkin coming in who is uh, can I say flower power? Flower well, he, power. he I mean he really is like all it's it's a completely different offensive scheme that they're going to run. So um I, he he is going to be the focal point of that offense in an air yard, an air air offensive attack offense. So how, will, how early are you willing to go on him, and what round? Because right now, Zay, at middle of the ninth round, are you willing to go eighth round on him? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Twelve man league for sure. Yeah, twelve man league eighth round. I think it's fair. Yeah, I think I did that on you, and then I did the right yeah. and that eighth round was right when I went took him right after that. Yeah. I'm okay with that too. Uh, that that sounds uh, sounds fair, 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 and right, and good in this world because you're 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 getting him still at a discount. I don't think he's going to be wide receiver 43. He could be wide receiver 25. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so. man. I, I think he's going to have those big weeks. So uh, just to me, Zay Flowers is is I think one of these last kind of like super gems that you can get because I mean it really does start to tail off. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Okay, so let's transition real quick. We've got two quarterbacks that we're going to talk about. One, I have to, I mean, dude, come on, freaking mayor of Miami here. I got to bring up Tua. Uh, I want to ask just flat out, are you, if you find yourself quarterbackless in these rounds, not sure how your builds are, but if you do find yourself with no QB and Tua comes across your screen, are you dipping on Tua? Are you, are you, you, you slurping up some Tua? You, you, you want to know? You want to know my move? If I'm punting QB, you want to know my yeah. move? It's yeah. both of these guys. I want Gino and I want Gino. Tua. I want yeah. Gino and I yeah. want Tua. I, 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 I agree. I, I think. I think the if you're if you're punting QB for me, my strategy. I, it's interesting this year because the the entire industry, experts, fans alike, we've all just come to bypass this late QB model, right? That right. most experts preach, right? Like this is, you know, value-based drafting, wait on a quarterback, um, you know, uh, especially when you get six points per TD and, yeah. um, you know, get a, get a, a, a decent, um, you know, starter and, you know, what, you, you you typically do is you get one to two and play QB carousel, right? Like that's that's the move. And this year they're saying like don't do that because you know these 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 tiers of quarterbacks are so good. Man, I, I I'm I'm very tempted to punk QB and go to a Gino in high stakes drafts because I just think the upside with both of those guys is crazy. Like, I mean, Tua, okay, we went over when we were doing Tyreek what 
Tua you was know, number one in in yards. He was number one in like everything. He was. He, he just got hurt. It was, a, it was just him being injured. That was it. If if you're to a friend, right? You think he's gotten thick. He's gotten bulked up. He's gotten some grown ass man muscles now. Um, you know he's not gonna get ragdolled. I, I hope not. Right? I, I I drafted him in Scott Fish, so I do believe in him. I've drafted him on two teams. I'm not gonna lie. I've got I've got two of mania. Right? So, um, I think he he is um poised if he if he stays healthy to have a top five year at QB. So that is a great leverage, you know, for you if you get him as QB 10 or 12 or even 13 in your league, right? In that range, um, then you you are flexing because you 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 stack him up with one of his wide receivers too and you're just getting Hail Mary touchdowns right. after touchdown. So right. I could definitely see Tua coming as a late round stack option if you got Tyreek in the first or you got Waddle like in the third or second, you know, so he, he is, he's a wild card motherfucker. That's what he is, you know? So, and and this is the other thing that's kind of interesting too. You know, we ain't doctors. I ain't, I ain't a doctor. Okay. I, I don't understand this. Why he's like his, Injury history is concussions, okay? Yeah. It's been almost a year. Like, it's not – this isn't – it's a concussion, right? I mean, like, they all get concussions. Like, we've we've seen the movie. Why is this the last – why is this the Lawrence Taylor concussion? Yeah, why is he about to get another concussion? I I don't understand. He – I know he started taking ju- he started taking judo so he right. could learn how to fall. So like apparently like this is the big thing. Like we you know and and, 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 and I'm glad I'm glad he took judo. I'm yeah, glad he took judo. Yeah. And he did he did look like he sucked at falling a little bit. You know I'll I, I'll say that. So maybe maybe that's why people are are projecting concussions on him but i mean to me uh you know if somebody has like a a a bad knee and they're a mobile quarterback like then then fade them like a concussion they the whole the whole league is concussions like they wear these weird little handicap helmets now i mean if you've played football every time you hit somebody you get a little mini concussion. So yeah. I, I think, I think there's been a lot of time. Like if we're, if, if he had a concussion already in preseason, then yes, right. right. We could, we could talk about like, uh, there's a lot of risk in drafting this player, but I don't understand why we're baking concussions, concussions into in the 2023 playoff. season for his ADP. I well, think it's such a value. I think it's such a value. Here, here is his response to Ryan Clark's comments that were kind of professional, kind of out of nowhere, kind of criticizing um, the fact that he did gain weight, which you you want to make sure that you can you know be stronger. People always are putting on masks. Like, what, what are you talking about? But anyway, this is to a couple of days ago in response to it. I, I mean, I, it, it's Will Smith-esque, which I like, but, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see about whose name's getting kept out of whose mouth. But I, I like what Tua says. See how I push play up. I'm like an idiot. Oh, I can't even hear it. Unmute it. There you go. No, I think actually I have the the website muted. Hold on, because I didn't. I, you know, like you, I don't want it to like jump in on us. Oh, okay. So 
yeah unmute the website itself there you go see and now i got you okay right. here we go Great. Thank you. Sorry. Got your chance up there. Uh, he, he had some criticism about you, yeah. uh, saying that you didn't get the general off-season. You didn't follow nutritionist advice. Yeah. If he were here, what would you say to him? He probably knows more about me than I know about myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, Ryan's been out the league for some time, so uh, I don't know. It. Little, it's a little weird when other people are talking about other people when they're not that person. So it's just, just a little weird. I come back. I, I like my background is like I, I come from a Samoan family. Like respect is everything, but you know, it does get to a point where, hey, you know, little easy on that, buddy. Because you know we, I, I think we're we're pretty tough-minded people and. Uh, if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy too. Just saying. Is he about to beat that guy up? What's going yeah, on? He's about to go after Ryan Clark, former Washington Redskin, who famously was run over by Ladainley and Tomlinson. It was one of the best overtime. I know because I was playing against uh, LD there, and uh, you know he just uh, you know he crushed me. You know it was terrible. What did he ask him? I couldn't hear it. What did he say? Basically, what, what he said was, did you hear um, Ryan Clark criticize his diet? He said he didn't get a nutritionist. He's got fat, basically, uh, eating, you know, spaghetti or whatever, you know. And so he's just like, you know, it's weird for another man to like, like, he's like, he knows more about my body than I do. And so you just see somebody who is trying to be healthier or whatever. And even that gets criticized by mainstream NFL media, as Danny would say. It's just, it's all uh, propaganda. Does he have like his location services on his phone on? And like, is these he always at McDonald's? These are all the phones of the reporters. And what they do is they leave them on the table. And then they. No, I'm just saying, forward. how does he know he eats bad? Is he go? Is he like, you, oh. you always see him in the fast food lines? He's like, just, there's two again. Like, He's playing on like Hawaiian stereotypes, you know, and Samoan. He's just, he's just not, he's just, he's, he's basically crapping on somebody and assuming he didn't get a nutritionist and he, it, it wasn't, you know, on a plan. And I don't know why he's doing that. It doesn't make any sense. So I think he's come out and said he's sorry, but you can just see even the national media just kind of losing their mind on how to process Tua, you know, which, yeah. Hey man, let them lose their minds. Another person whose mind is lost in my mind is, is Geno Smith. He finished like fifth last year, fifth or sixth. You can get him as like QB 13 to 18, depending on the league. I got him so late in a couple leagues. Uh, what's going on here? Dude, Geno Smith in the BFFs finished fifth, right? right. It went right. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts, Geno Smith. Okay. Gino. I, 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 I touchdowns. Here's the thing. 4,200 yards. I'll, I'll probably, if I if I punk QB, I'll probably draft Tua before Geno. I Me think too. I want, I, but I think I want Geno more than, I want Geno. The, the cool thing is, is that nobody wants him. So I'll just make sure I get them both yeah. because Tua's going ahead of him in ADP. So mm -hmm. I'll probably... Go ahead and, you know, if I get to round 10 or whatever and I don't have a QB, I'll draft two and then round 11, I'll get, do you know, because he'll still be there because yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy to me and it does suck. Jackson Smith and the Jigba broke his wrist. Okay. So that is a ding 
on the out for not long, not at the most a quarter of a fantasy season, right? Okay. Like I not think great. not great, not great. Um, I do think that that mm. harkens, harkens back to the, to my fate on, on Tyler Lockett. I think his, his ADP is basically fine now yeah. um, because of that injury. Otherwise I would be still on the fade, but, um, but Geno Smith last year, dude, li- I mean, listen, listen to, listen to these stats. He, okay. Has, has the most rushing yards that he, you know, ties for his rookie season when all he did was rush as a jet, right? right. It's not, it's not great, but it's, it's nice. 366 yards. Like that's what you want in a modern NFL quarterback. Like, you know, like the, the Tom Brady era is dead. Like they got to be able to rush like, you know, 300 yards. They got to have a little bit, bit of mobility. He's got that. Then meanwhile, he goes for over 4,000 yards and 30 TDs last year. Yeah. And this is, this is like, you know, this is a guy that's going last in the draft for QBs, him and like Daniel Jones. I'll take Gino all day over any of those late round guys. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't get him, you can always uh, swoop down and get some, uh, some golf, you know? Yep. Yep. Like there's late round guys. Like there's Daniel Jones, there's golf, there's Gino, there's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers um, is available as well. Yep. Right. Um, but I, to me, I'm most excited about Geno Smith because I just think the season that he had last year was just huge. You know, it's it's like when you see it, I think it's one of the coolest stories ever um, for actually, honestly, I think he's basically a, uh, you know, a lighthouse for for all backup QBs in the leagues, you know, like. You know, your your Zach Wilson, your Trey Lances, like yeah. You you can if you have the humility you can do it. You could stay in the league, continue to learn how to play the position, and then emerge with the right, you know, system, the right coach, and have a Geno Smith like year. And I mean, I think he's poised to to have an even better year this year. Like and I mean, dude, his numbers last year, like, all right, look, here's, here's Geno Smith. Okay. Um, money throws number three, mm. deep ball completion percentage. Number five, pressured completion percentage. Number five, true completion percentage. Number four. I mean, like this is, this is a beautiful quarterback that you yeah. can get at the end of your draft. Like, BFFs finish fifth, you know, like you could yeah, just fifth. load up at every position and then have Geno Smith fifth in DraftKings, fifth in PPR points overall too. ahead of Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan uh, of Geno. Um, I grabbed him in a few leagues already and my wife grabbed him yesterday. So, you know, it, it it's uh runs in the family. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, l- l- speaking of running. Uh, I think that's a good transition. Uh, talk about your guy, Khalil Herbert here. I, I think I've pulled him up here. He's, he's our next guy. Uh, you, you played last year uh, or in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, it, now he's poised with Roshan Johnson to kind of be, I think you also have. And Deontay um, Foreman. Deontay Foreman there too. Yeah. Uh, you got some people there, but, but talk about why you like Khalil Herbert. He, you can get him late eighth round. Uh, what, what's your thought process here? Yeah. I mean, Khalil Herbert, uh, 
is I so to me, if you're going punt RB, he's one of the most exciting guys that you can get really, really late. You know, you're doing um, Carter zero RB. This is one of your boys. You got to target this guy. This is one of your. I, I just think this year's draft is very. I'm very excited because I, I just think there's so many different ways to play it if you're able to get your guy. So, like, if you punt QB, you can get two. You can get Geno. If you punt RB, right? Uh, you can get Khalil. I, to me, this is a must-have guy, right? Like, de de depending on how hard you punt it, um. If this is your RB1, you really punted. So hopefully you're locked at every other position. Um, I would prefer to make him your RB2 uh, because I don't think, you know, the upside is crazy. I think with, with Justin Fields. Um, but either way, okay, like last year, Montgomery, okay, he's not, he's not as good as David Montgomery. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to step You're in. Not equating. And, I'm not equating. Okay, Montgomery finishes as a, 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 a the low end RB two. Okay, mm -hmm. Montgomery was also injured. Uh, so Montgomery finishes as low end RB two. Okay, with injury, Khalil Herbert in I think he started one game finishes as almost an RB three. So he, I mean, I remember the people who picked him up last year, they were all just like, get rid of Montgomery. Like Khalil yeah. Herbert was mad efficient when he came yeah. in on that offense. And the other guys that you said, Roshan Johnson, Deontay Foreman, I mean, everyone's saying he's the early down back and he's the passing down back. He's gonna, it's gonna get varied. But he is he is like in in the modern NFL landscape, there 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 there's almost no RB1s anymore. Like, you know, you got CMC, you got Saquon, Bijan looks like he's gonna be that, um Austin Eckler, and then that's kind of almost it. Every other person is potentially dealing with uh, you know, Getting a B partner. Yeah, Cam you're Akers, gonna Cam Akers looks like he's a, a Cam Akers might be one of those sneaky guys who's not got a lot of comp, but we'll see. Yeah, okay, that's another good one. Okay, there, there's a few out there. Here, here's this guy in the eighth or ninth round that is really looking to fit that model where he's not going to be dealing with the committee as much. Like it's going to be his offense, and the other people are going to be there to spell him. So, yeah, I'm excited for Cleo Herbert if, if it dep depending on my build. Yeah, I'm not going to be getting as much Khalil as you will be, um, but I'm not going to shy away if I if I see him dangling, um, you know, which which I mean, you know, sometimes they dangle. You never know. Sometimes people fall uh, and it, it always happens. Um, I, I have a question for you. We, we, we always talk about, you know, um, upside and offenses. What, what do you think about uh, Sky Moore this year? Uh, he is a wide receiver two candidate. I did write about him. I can can scroll down to to my my friend Sky Moore. Um, let's see. Oh, there he is. Right. Um, and and it, it comes down to also somebody who we're fading. And and I'll just read the intro. I just wrote shocker exclamation point exclamation point. Kadarius Tony is out. Yep. Comment. Go. Hot take it. What do you imagine that? 
right? Yeah, bra- braids and fades. Um, right, fading, we're fading. We've been stop, stop. We've got to talk about the fades. I'm, I'm fading Kadarius. You got to fade him. He, he's a once a week wonder, and three times a year. You know, uh, I'm, I'm fading him too. Um, I, to me, this year, I am not trying to. All right, look. The, the, here's the here's the thing. Like last year, okay, I drafted Kyle Pitts on almost every team. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? I did. I drafted him on every team, except for Scott Fish. What made Kyle Pitts the worst draft ever was like it's better if a player gets injured. Like if Julio Jones like tears his ACL in, in week two, and you spend a first round pick, that's better. Then having a tight end gets you like 77 points or whatever he got, and you continue to hold on to him. Okay. Because oh. it, 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 he just clogs up your 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 team. He yeah. so Kadarius Tony, to me, I played I, like he was another reason why like I, last year I I was always dealing with just like tough decisions on the waiver right. wire. You were a waiver wire guy. I had him on almost every single team. You okay. Heavy Tony. I love Kadarius Tony. I think if he is on the football field, you get him it. and start him. Here's here's what I know. This is all I know from what I've seen, and this is what the 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 data suggests. That guy moves too fast and too quick for a human body. Like he, he hurts himself. He he, 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 it's it's he defies physics. He defies physics a hundred percent. He hurts his body because physics can't keep up with what he can do. He hurts his he hurts his body and physics uh, theory. He's busting physics. I'm not I'm not drafting him uh, because because he just it just looks like uh, the other thing that's annoying. The other thing that's annoying about like. Okay, so you could. I said, I'll still draft Jackson Smith and Jigbo, right? Because right. You, you're going to put him on the IR. Yeah, you're going to put him on the IR. What you're going to get with Kadarius Tony is every week he's going to be questionable, and then you have to like tinker with your roster and drop player, and then you can't pick somebody up because you have to move. Like you have to either move him he's out of gonna, the IR. He's going to fuck up your team. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, I, I speaking uh, from experience over there, Mike Cash uh, Collins. Uh, uh, listen, like Jameson Williams, he's another guy that like is, and he's soccer. a clogger. I'm not I'm not he waiting might be gambling on a preseason game right now. <laughs> I, I'm not waiting at Michael Thomas. Hey. That's that's another fade for me too. Like I'm not like Michael Thomas because he's not very he's he's cheap. He's cheap. He is cheap, but that's, I, that's cheap, I, again, I'm not I'm not dealing with anybody this year that uh, you, it, 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 that has that potential to just like deal with clogging my roster. You know, I mean, Michael Thomas was the same thing last year. Like, you had to you had to hold on to him, and the uh, like the odds of Michael Thomas getting injured are are about the same as astronomical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think uh yeah. like uh draft sharks. Uh, so like draft draft um. Draft sharks for Gabe Davis, right? Yeah, like thirty six percent chance he gets injured in twenty twenty three. Projected missed games one and a half. Durability five. Okay, 
64% chance from, from Michael Thomas. Mm. Durability, 1.79. Like, it's the worst. Yeah. Like, well, he's, like it, you, you mentioned Gabe Davis, right? Yeah. So this this is the intro to, to Michael Thomas's, uh, you know, you could call it his obituary, his, his whatever it is. Um, uh, I wrote this in Wide Receiver 2 Theory this year. I wrote, the only group of truthers down bigger than the aforementioned Gabe Davis truthers are Michael Thomas truthers. And mm -hmm. I said, I am sure a few egomaniacs are clinging to a Wi-Fi life in a public library, muttering Thomas's name under their breath as they map out his Phoenix-like rise to fantasy resplendence. I don't think he is there, but I think as um, 11 to 12 points a game, 13 points a game, that's what you need. He can do that. He can do that. That's not that many points. That's mm -hmm. not that. I, th I think he can, he can kind of hover around that 11, 12 point and, and be a wide receiver four on your team, a wide receiver three. He's getting it's wide receiver 41. So if you map that out, that's a wide receiver four, right? So, like, I'll take a wide receiver four if Michael Thomas is your wide receiver four, you know? I mean, for three games last year, he was a monster, right? You know, so I'll but do that, again, but not trusting him as a wide receiver two on my team or as a wide receiver three, because if he does get hurt, then you're fudged. You're just, yeah, you're fudged. You're back up against the wall, fudged again and again. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not playing around with, with guys. You're not that, playing with fire. You're saying no, no, no Michael Thomas. It. No, get it away from me. You're bad. Yeah, I'm not. I, I like, I mean, if you I'll keep, dance with the devil one more time. If he keeps dropping, but that's the thing. I, I you know, somebody's going to pick him up because somebody's going to want to roll the dice because the upside's there. And yeah, I'm just not doing it. Like I'm out on trailing Burks already. Like I don't, uh, I, I think his ADP is yeah, too high. That. Uh, I think he's he's coming off an yeah. injury, so I ain't doing it. I ain't you got doing DeAndre it. Hopkins, you got Chig, you got Derrick Henry, who loves to get and you, and you got a boring offense that isn't going to yeah. do a lot. You got Mike so. Vrabel, who wants to to tackle people in practice and you know build statues to establish you know, build the run. They're going to run it for three downs. Loves <laughs> establishing the run. My favorite They're, about them is Derrick Henry goes in for two plays. Everyone comes up to stop the run. Then they yeah. bring in a four wide receiver set with guys you never heard of, and then they they turn the ball back over on and they got a punt. You're like, oh right. shit, right. you know. Yeah. So, and what what are you gonna do? But you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't write about him, but one one uh, friend that I like, and I want to get your thoughts on him on a little bounce back season. But it all hinges, really, it all freaking hinges on Deshaun. Uh, you know, massage me down, Watson, right? Mm -hmm. So. That's the thing. I, I'm a little hesitant, but I, I do like Elijah Moore at, at maybe as your wide receiver five, you know, uh, oh, maybe, yeah. you know, I mean, just oh, upside. Yeah. they have been the backfield doing little toss sweeps and little reverses and little hitches and things and, and getting space. And he's just so freaking fast. He's a little, I like him. So I, I've been here, over the Elijah here, Moore. Are, here are my guys for last year. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, Michael Thomas was definitely one of my guys. Yeah, you got him. Uh, Kadarius Tony was one of my guys. Uh, these are guys I dropped. Uh, thank, thank, thanks to going to the Fantasy Expo, Kenneth Gainwell was one of my guys. Uh, I drafted him everywhere. Um, thanks to my co-hosts, uh, glowing. Never heard of him. Uh, Never heard of him. That guy. Who and, is and you he? know who else? You know who else was one of my guys? I drafted him like every team. Elijah Moore. I drafted him. Everywhere, I would get so excited in round seven when I would get right. Elijah Moore. Get a little more. So, 
Last year was definitely tough. I had to I had to whittle together a lot of different teams to get into Your the playoffs. Team sucked. You're telling me. I still ended up I still ended up doing okay, but I had to deal with all of those problems on that team on those teams. So to me, Elijah Moore, um, I'm like, uh, I, if Kadarius Tony was healthy, I would be all in on Kadarius Tony. Elijah Moore is healthy. I, he's yeah. not on the same team. It is is very. I am. I love what you can get Elijah Moore in the thirteenth round. Like he's yeah, going he's late. Like he's just plummeted. He will not so, go that late around you or me in any of these drafts. Just so you know. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Where does four for four have him? Uh, so four for four has him. Let's check him out here. Uh, he is wide receiver fifty. So that is just second. Yeah, 119. Uh, okay, this is 11th round, 10th, 10th, end of the 10th, 11th, you know, in that um, Rashad Bateman, Russell Wilson. Fantasy Pros has him in the 12th, midway yeah. through the 12th, yeah. right? That's ECR rankings for him. Stupid. That, I mean, that is a money, money late round depth pick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Deshaun, to me, Deshaun Watson, too, is, is I mean, he's the like, he's, I mean, the way the tiers break down, you 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 have the the uh, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Mahomes tier. Then you have the the next tier, which yeah, is the, the beginning of the seventh. We just didn't talk about him. He's before Tua. Yeah, Watson is like that last of that second round tier with with Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and then it's Deshaun Watson. He's the last guy that's going to go out of those guys. Yeah. And and he's a very very exciting, I think, you know, punt QB option. Yeah. And Elijah Moore, oh man, he undergirds can, that. You, you can know. get him in the 12th round, dude. Right. Like like I mean somebody with with potential, you know, 220 point type season you know yep. we, we've already seen what he's capable of you know if yep. you throw him the football if you and, and last year they were just one dimensional they, they they it was it was like garrett wilson is better than him so that's who we're gonna throw the ball to and he yep. literally uh, he had <laughs> how many targets did he have last year let's see what do you guess how many targets he had last year yeah i mean it's it was like absurd um, I'm I'm clueless. Tight end type number sixty five targets. 60, sixty five. I was gonna say eighty. Maybe. Sixty five targets last year. That's stupid. I mean, stupid. it's it's ridiculous. So That's stupid. That's just right. ridiculous. I'll right. tell you one thing though. By the way, I, I shout out your boy Cortland Sutton with Jerry Judy going down, uh, and then Mims. You know, uh. Those guys, if you believe Marvin Mims, if you if you believe at all in the uh, the the ageless wonder that is Russell, cook him up Wilson. You know. So next week on the show, for anybody listening, we're going to do like basically because you know you're probably done drafting. We're basically going to do rounds 13, 14 slash guys who could be on the waiver wire. You know. Yeah. Like like Marvin Mims, like you know. Right. Right. He sure. could he, he like there. I, I definitely think there's, you know, like going back to who you said for Sky Moore. Like, I, I mean, I feel like if you're going to bet on the Chiefs, I guess that's the best bet. I, man, I'm yeah. I am so troubled. I, you know who I'm interested in? 
and, and we'll talk about him next week is MVS. You know, you do like um, MVS. He's way down here too. He he's way, way down, way way down. Three wide receiver, sixty-eight, eight, 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 eight. I mean, you 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 would have to think Sky Moore steps up, but I, you know, I mean, what did Juju Smith Schuster end up last year as? Like, you know, low end wide receiver three. Like, I think he was like wide receiver 37 or something like that. So I'm not, I'm not as juiced on sky more as you are. Wide receiver 27. Juju was a hundred targets. Okay. 90, uh, 933 yards, only three touchdowns. It's 185 yeah. points. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they need somebody to do it. They you do. know, they do. I oh, mean, in sure. BFFs though, he was sub 200. So, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, it's okay. You can play him. He's he's a he's a low end wide receiver three. You know, yeah. so if Sky Moore is that, you know, and you 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 you're building accordingly for like a, you know, he's like a, you know, a flex. He he he. Uh, the upside though, that's the thing. The upside is there. I just remember last year people getting so hyped on him. You know, so yeah. it is Kansas City. They do seem to have kind of a a way they kind of. uh build in with newer players so i think i mean the the the, the opportunity is going to be there according to nate christensen this is of the arrowheadpride.com and they write for the team you know what i mean like this is one of those little like things where it's like the team newspaper you know uh and he said Moore's going to be asked to be the chief's number one wide receiver going into the season a cosmic leap from the role he had in his rookie season as his comparisons have been made to longtime backer uh wide receiver randall cobb you remember Randall Cobb won your championship when you and I dropped him. You paid three dollars for him, one more dollar than our other friend, uh, you know, who's hoarding, you know, silver cigarettes and seances. Uh, you know, uh, he put two dollars and you beat him that year, and you beat him with Randall Cobb. So um, I like those kind of comparisons with Sky Moore because he's not on anybody's radar. He's just somebody who nobody thinks matters. Um, There's so nothing better in. Uh, auction free agency than beating someone by a dollar like I that, is, that is a couple of times yeah. it's really up there in in, in all the feeling like oh, i mean it's, 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 it's up there it's ever. up there with winning a championship yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. for real like it's it's so exciting like it just like your whole day is great <laughs> you could just like a a horrible, you could be in a horrible mood and then you could just go look and you'd be like ah but i did I did get that guy for one more dollar. My favorite was a couple years ago. I forget where members bidding on somebody in one of these sleeper leagues, and I bid like forty-two dollars or something. Underneath me was somebody who bid like forty-one dollars. I was just like, oh, the one dollar win. Oh, you son of a bitch! I oh, got yeah. you by one dollar. You know, yeah. it just made yeah. me feel so good. I just, I mean, that was glowing. You know, yeah. So, um, we got a couple more guys here before we're gonna get out of here. Um, let, let me just touch on on Romeo Dobbs. Uh, his wide receiver numbers are going up. His ADP he, he's he's jumped four wide receivers in the last week since I wrote my wide receiver two article about him. Maybe the market there. I am moving the market. Well, maybe it was it was uh, uh, Denny Carter. I will read this though because I like it. It's funny. I said Romeo, oh Romeo, where for art thou, Romeo? No, this isn't Shakespeare. It's me looking for Romeo Dobbs ADP. And it's wide receiver 60s when it was, right? But the Packers have 70% of their targets are up for grabs, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and Denny Carter, when he came on my show, he had a great point. 
Uh, he said, you know, you could speak uh, of Dobbs being either neck and neck with Christian Watson as the top wide receiver for the Packers, or maybe even just the wide receiver one for the Packers. Uh, he said he had by far the best separation numbers, according to Green Bay wideouts in 2022. And, you know, he doesn't rely on the huge play like Christian Watson. And mm-hmm. that's from Denny. So I-, I do like him. He's free, too. You know what I mean? I so stamp you can- it. I co-stamp it. Yeah, yep. late round guys. In, now, a in, round twelve guy. That's a yeah. that's a that's a really beautiful round twelve guy. Well, and he's right up here against somebody like you know Jamison Williams, right. who we we talked about. And so you might go, who am I going to go for? Well, Jamison Williams has that upside when he comes back. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think I think meanwhile, you know, I almost like uh, you know a, a third of your fantasy season, more than that, you're gonna have to just deal with like you have one less bench spot on your team. Yeah, yeah, because the gamble, not doing it, not I, doing yeah, it. Yeah, the gamble. Gotta know when to fold. Know when to hold. Right. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm out on Jamison. I'm in on on Dobbs, and you're you're there with me. Uh, any other guys in, in these later rounds? Um, I, I know we both like a, a running back. Uh, let's talk about that because when we were at the Fancy Expo, uh, our guy JJ Zacharyson he threw some shade uh, Najee Harris's way. RB uh, eleven here, you know, uh, end of the middle of the third round. He said no to Harris. Uh, he does not like he no like he, and uh, he was singing all the Jalen Warren RB forty six praise. What have you seen? Are you in that camp too? Are you are you fading no. more? No, I, I'm not. No, I'm I'm in the the grab Jalen Warren here in the twelfth. You're round. in the JJ Zacharyson camp. You're, you're uh, no, but I'm not in the JJ Zacharyson camp of fading Najee Harris. You're you're no. for both. You like both guys. I like both. I like both. Oh, you like a little Menage. Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I do. I like a little Menage. Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think. You know, this is so to me, this is like exactly where you're just like now you're dealing with this, you know, these running backs here, Elijah Mitchell, Ezekiel Elliott, Devon Achain, uh, however you say his name, Jarek McKinnon. Like these are the these are the late round, you know, bees of the of the, the committee. I do and, like Tank Bigsby down there, by the way, though. He's Tank Bigsby. Okay. I, to me, of all of those guys um, that you know is going to be the B, um, it, Jalen Warren has the most upside. So, I mean, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm hyped off that. What do you have? A 60 yard run in preseason? Um, I, we did see the explosivity. Yeah. We saw the explosivity last year. Um, he is going to be able to, to, uh, you know, function in a PPR role. Yep. PPR. It's not an exciting pick. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not going to like, be like, like oh, it's a real good depth pick though. In the 12th round. Pick. Right. I'm not, if somebody gets Jalen Warren, I'm not going to be like, Oh God, no. You know, like this is the 12th yeah. round. Yeah. 12th round. Okay. So, right. No, it I'm doesn't really, it's, 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 it's all just kind of, it's not too bad. It's not yeah. that bad. Right. I mean, well, I, I I don't think he's gonna really do too much to the value of Najee Harris either. Like, I think yeah. Najee Harris is gonna be the guy down in the red zone, and I think Najee Harris is gonna have a great season. I think he's his ADP's right, and if he's there, you take him. But yeah. I think Jalen Warren. It, I mean, if you have Najee, then yeah, definitely. Maybe you are a little sad 
if you don't get Jalen Warren, because I think that's the ultimate handcuff to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about the last pick that we're going to talk I, about. I, I don't even want I, I, Cole Komet. All the let's just save the tight ends for next week. Cause like, well, no, listen to this. This, this is, this is good though. Cause look, and this is our guy, John Paulson. I love him from four for four. I don't he said, feel like he's even 12th round worthy. Like there's so many guys. Well, listen to what he says. He says from week eight last year, he was tight end four. That's all. You right. Need. right. From week eight on. That was the last half of the freaking season. He was tight end four. And he's got yeah, an explosive tight end. I mean, a quarterback who can get out of the pocket and separate and get him. Oh, he can move downfield. He's a massive man on the goal line, too. This is this is upside, upside, upside. I love so him. much. Yeah, so much. I'm in. I, I, I mean, I didn't want to, like, you know, put him next week if people are not listening or they're like, I already drafted. Get Cole Komet. He's a great late round tight end. I, I'm all endorsing him. I'm full chub on him. Okay. Yeah, no, I the, he was he was Cash's guy for the show, so I'm 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 glad you're in. I mean, I'm in as well. Um nice. it's just interesting this year. Uh Tight ends are a bit of a cluster. Yeah, it's just all those there's there's a lot of options with the these late late round guys. To me, I picked him um just because the upside and the only place that offense what you said he finished Tight end four weeks, the last eight. four eight weeks of the season. If we get crazy, on, yeah, that's a great that's a great stat. And this was in Upside. the worst passing offense in the league last year. Right. So They've the only place people. he can go is up, right? She said, "Yeah, yeah." Well, speaking of up, and uh, that's what she said. X rated triple X is up now, and. Triple X. Triple X. I'm I'm getting it off uh, with a start here with, with my, my man Michael Rappaport. And uh, he just says, ha, 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 you cheating fat pig. 67 <laughs> is pro level. This piglet is deranged. He's talking about Donald Trump. And so here's what Donald Trump wrote. This is on truth. He wrote, I'm pleased to report, which is so funny. I'm pleased to, he's pleased to report like, it's yeah. like 1950, you know, for those who care. For that, for those that care, uh, that he's using that in three that care that I just won the senior club championship. Must be over fifty years old! Exclamation point at Bedminster Trump National Golf Club, shooting a round of sixty-seven. Now that's so, some, that's so good. <laughs> some people will think that it sounds low, but there is no hanky lanky. Hanky lanky. Hanky lanky. What are you, what are you talking about? Many people watch. Plus, I am surrounded by Secret Service agents. Not much you can do, even if you wanted to. And I don't. <laughs> For some reason, I'm just a good golfer athlete. <laughs> For some reason, I'm just a good golfer slash athlete. Right. I have won many club championships. And it is always a great honor. Right. So that is tremendous. Right. Watch this video from, from the event. It's even okay. better. Okay. Let's see. Harry steps up, does his practice swing. Okay. Oh, he shanked it. (laughs) 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 These are people watching. So listen to their commentary. Oh, he shanked it. They go, I hope he shanks it, right? (laughs) That's what they say. And then they're, they're watching. They're like, okay. Okay, okay, here we go. 
Oh, he shanked it. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, my God. I got that on video. He got it. He <laughs> <laughs> So far, how do you get a 67? Get the fuck out of here. So I thought all that stuff. Michael Rapport notwithstanding, I don't care about him, but uh Donald Trump was hilarious, and then his golf is hilarious. So I, I just thought you'd enjoy that because I, I thoroughly at least he didn't shoot an 18 like Kim Jong-il. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, too too funny. So, all right. Uh, which which uh, am I going for you? For which which yours? Um, scroll scroll up. Okay, uh, you're gonna win. But this this is this was mine. I really like this. This is from Shit Post Gateway. Um, uh, an ex girlfriend. They're breaking up. Uh, text someone. DMs them. I faked every orgasm, and then uh, dude's response is, "I saw every meme you sent me at least a month before you showed it to me." That's so that's that's burn. devastating. Sick burn. Sick, yeah. sick, sick burn. That's that's terrible. I do like yeah. her, but that's that that's a crusher. Uh, yeah. I think I, I do win just because it's Donald Trump, because it's hard to it's hard to be funnier than Donald Trump. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I've got something I think you'll like. This is this is football related, and <laughs> I think it's fit, fitting as we start the season. This is says uh you know, this is a guy who just says, my nephew's five years old, and all he does is watch other kids on YouTube playing video games. I asked him politely, why don't you play video games yourself? He goes, you watch other people play football. Why don't you play yourself, piece of <laughs> shit? So I fucking turned off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. What a, what a sharp little response. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. hilarious. Why yeah. why do you watch other people play football when you don't play yourself? So I think it was really funny. Uh, I like awesome. the whole thing. So yeah. yeah, man. Well, yeah, we will be back. You said next week we'll be back to talk about uh the the sleepers, kind of the late round sleepers and kind of your waiver wire guys, like you said, the mims of the world who probably will be available or might be on the cusp of of uh, you know being picked up because uh, the, there are injuries for the Broncos and, and teams. Attrition is real, and there are people who can step up. So, um, no, this is a great show as always, my friend. And uh, please follow Mike at uh, you know he is the Ralph Macho. I am at Nimble W Numbers with FF Millionaires on Twitter. Uh, Collins, anything else to say as we uh, kind of jump out of here on the on the, on the end? Um, yeah. Also, anybody who wants to jump, we have one spot open in the yeah, Fantasy Millionaires open. League. So if you want to hop in and and play with the Millionaires, it's fifty dollar buy in, and uh, we're we're gonna draft probably next Wednesday, the night before the season. So I like to have all the data up to date. We don't like any of these like drafting in June. Like, oh, guys, yeah. are for the season. Yeah, I drafted. It's, it's, it's I, I have I so I have a draft. Like, here's what I have left. I have a draft tonight. Yes. Um. I have a family draft on Wednesday. Nice. I have Saturday and then BFFs. I Sunday. still, yeah, uh, the BFFs. And then I still will have the fantasy millionaires. And then my second favorite league, we draft on Thursday during the game. During the game. So yeah. I crazy. still got a bunch. I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed up. Hey, so yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for, for, for tuning in and, uh, you know, peace, love and, uh, and success uh, everywhere and death, destruction, and devastation to your fellow fantasy league mates. Fucking bomb.